I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. So, Kevin. Yes. Did you know that if you want to find a swinger, you gotta go to a swing set in the park? <laughs> Some of the lines in me. this movie. Yeah, I, <laughs> this is what it taught me. Is that a euphemism? That's, that's I believe it is, it. but uh, I don't know. I think. I don't know. Like, <laughs> why do people just take random walks in creepy New York parks at night? That's not safe. I don't know. I mean, Dominic West is very attractive. Home Alone too? Uh, uh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I would jump Dominic West's bones, but, you know. Um, yeah. He was on The Wire for, like, a million seasons or five or however long that show lasted. I didn't watch it, but, you know, I, know. I hear things. We really need we need to make a pact to watch that because I think we're Just losers because we haven't wire. seen it. <laughs> we haven't seen it. Everybody says it's, like, the best show of all time. Although it's usually straight men who tell me that, so I don't know. That, we'll you know, that's true. But then they liked Breaking Bad, and I was like, I didn't think I was going to like mm. it. And I was like, you know, actually really good. So I don't know. Mm. Well, Every now and then, they do hit. Every now and then, you know, you get something that cross-appeal that appeals to does. gays and straights and everyone in between. I don't know if this movie appealed to really anyone. <laughs> um, well, but... Roger, Roger Ebert said, uh, it is not a good movie, but uh, he believed the victim, <laughs> which means he thought that uh, Julia Moore was attractive. <laughs> Very fair, Raj. Very fair. <laughs> on point, on point. I mean, she still looks the exact same, and it's been almost 20 years since they made this, right? Yeah, she's been playing, like, the same role for, you know, 30-some years now at this point. It's Concerned like, mom. Sad... Concerned mom, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you so took his uh... picture out. Why'd you take his picture? Where's his Why picture? His picture? I hate do you so much. Don't make books? me hate you. Don't make me hate you. She's so When good. she opens God. the photo books and they're all blank, I don't know. Like, I know it's supposed to be sad, but, like, I was just like, what is happening? <laughs> I was like, Oscar. Give her the Oscar. I love how there's just no Rosemary's baby thing. build here. It's just like she starts out yeah. the movie and people are, like, in the first minute, they're like, we're pretty mm. sure you're crazy. And she's like, maybe I am. <laughs> like, there's 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 no normal no. to this no. movie. It's, like, immediately no. into the action of, I think I'm insane. Uh, lady, your car is uh, down the road there. And... <laughs> She's like, oh, right, yeah. Yeah, Whoops. oh, right. Uh, Whoopsie. Yeah, Do I also have, have a kid? No? Okay, I'm just... Uh, yeah. Funny, I thought I yeah, was... Yeah, they don't, they don't take a lot of time there to yeah, establish things. Yeah, you're right. Um, also, you know, welcome back. It's been yeah, a month, hi, everybody. you know, since our last episode. Uh, it's since been our screamathon. seven Sky. hours and fifteen days. <laughs> yes. Um... <laughs> We have Sinead O'Connor here to uh, we do talk about things and uh, fight the real enemy. <laughs> Couldn't get Nicole oh, back. She, she is was, ripping uh, up a picture of the Pope. Oh, we don't do that on this show. <gasps> How what will she? our Catholic friends say? <laughs> Sinead, put the picture down. Put it down. Put it down. Oh my God, can't take yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, nothing happened in this hiatus, right? It was just literally it, nothing. <laughs> literally nothing happened. I mean, um, like um, I didn't want to bring it up, but. Are you sure you know where Kit Culkin was when the <laughs> yeah, two in- weeks incident ago. happened? Because I <laughs> All think I'm he saying, might be y'all, a play. 
Yeah, look, y'all who have been following me on social media, you probably have already seen, but I was in a house fire a couple years ago, or a couple years ago, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> See, my time is already just wow. like it, the, the pandemic <laughs> pandemic time. <laughs> what's what's time? Now I feel like I'm Julianne Moore. What's going on? <laughs> no. This episode this is happen? meta. <laughs> Wow. I mean, sure, my house is burnt down, but like, did it actually happen? Or <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> or did someone just get rap, rap, raptured right through, right through yeah. the roof? <laughs> that was, is that why it's y'all like? Um, well, you know, they they did have to like tear off parts of the roof, so that would explain you know oh, that anyway. Um, but yeah, it was uh, fucking nuts, y'all. Um, I pretty much woke up to smoke, and thankfully, the whole primal instinct thing kicked in, and I. Uh, was able to get out my bedroom window and, uh, um, you know, I've talked about one of my dogs, unfortunately, succumbed to smoke inhalation, which is, you know, pretty devastating. And uh, so this episode is devoted to Jake the dog. And uh, may he rest in peace. Wee he was Jake. a wonderful, wonderful little dog and um, had him for five years. He was about to turn six. And um, yeah, he uh, got me through two ridiculous presidential elections and uh a pandemic that might be coming to an end soon knock on wood we'll see yeah um <laughs> but we got so, a great war you know, instead yay <laughs> there's there's that to look forward to <laughs> gosh can we just like take a break y'all like, we can't have from, a break kevin we just yeah, can't it's uh, yeah, and you know, uh, several y'all um, reached out, so thank you. And some of you, there's I have a GoFundMe page set up if you want to contribute to that. I appreciate you know some of you did to that as well, so thank you. It's uh, I appreciate it. You know, it's just one day at a time, getting back in the swing of things here, and uh, that's why I wanted to jump back into recording here um, because it's a good distraction from life and everything else. And uh, yeah, on a more positive note, though, you have a uh, screening coming up, right? An important. Oh, I do. Screening. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I've, I've got a premiere for Children of Sin at the end of this month, and hoping mm-hmm. it's going to be a good time. And then pretty soon it'll be out to the rest of the world, and then people wow. can judge me and throw things, <laughs> which is Yay. always the best part of <laughs> releasing. Things. Why did you make this character a redhead? What do you have against redheads? <laughs> so yeah, that should be I real swear. fun. I, I can't wait. <laughs> What else has happened over the past month? I don't know. Uh, the, well, we got a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie that I have not watched. I have no intention of ever watching, but you can tell them what you think about the movie. <laughs> well, it is a masterpiece. Please feel um, free to spoil anything, because like I said, I ain't watching it. So. It's, um, yeah, I mean, it's... it's Spoiler like alert, I guess, you know. A horrible movie, but... Okay. It's yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> In its horribleness. It makes no sense. Um mm-hmm. for some reason Leatherface lives in an orphanage now that's about to close mm-hmm. close down because these like 14-year-olds have bought a town in Texas and they're trying to like turn it into some like commune of influencers mm. and they like As bust in this whole group of influencers. <laughs> Leatherface <laughs> just starts killing them all, and they're like, "Thank God," because they're mostly so annoying. And Alice Krieg plays the um the woman that runs the orphanage, and we're not really sure like who like how she's related to Leatherface, what he's been doing these past fifty years. Mm-hmm. And then Sally is uh 
a Texas Ranger now, by the way. So mm. where's her show? Mm. Sally, Texas Ranger. Okay. Um, and, and and she just kind of talks like Laurie Strode from the 2018 m- movie. She's like, Leatherface, it's been 50 years and I'm going to find you. Do you remember my friends? Look at their picture. Look at it. Do you remember them? Say my name. She act, actually says, like, say, say my name. <laughs> Is, I'm like, not I don't band. think he Come knows on. who you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, oh, it's another one of those where, like, nobody knows who anybody is, and it's just... <laughs> I feel like the movie might be a darkly comic masterpiece, because the mm. way it treats her yeah. is... It's kind of like a kick in the face to ha- Halloween 2018. Like, it, it's almost like it's making fun of it. People can't seem to agree on that. Like, like I've heard some people say, like, oh, it's like making fun of it, and some people say it's just like a really bad version of that. And I'm like, well, yeah, yeah I guess it could be know. the same thing. So because if something is a really bad version, then at least you can find the humor in it. And I don't exactly, know, but. it's it's like maybe they are actually playing it really serious, but the material's yeah. not really serious enough to make it worthwhile. So mm-hmm. it's kind could of be. like it's it's true camp, maybe. I I don't know. Yeah, could be. But True it camp. is a hoot like and a half. New series, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Coming it's, soon it's... to Netflix. <laughs> right after True Sally, camp. Texas Ranger. <laughs> it's been 50 years and she's hungry for vengeance. And there's she's a, got a, shotgun. a part where she's about to kill Leatherface and she gets out of the car, but she goes back in for her cowboy hat. <laughs> like, <laughs> This is wonderful. <laughs> she just couldn't oh fight God. him without her cowboy hat. And I I respect that. Do I have to watch this damn movie? I don't know. I mean, I had a good time with it. It's it's okay. it's so ridiculous. And it's super short, too. It's like 75 minutes or something. And so it's All not right. a big time yeah. commitment. And I I just laughed. It, it, it was a good time. All right. This franchise, man, it's like... Very oh, low yeah. down on my list. Yeah, it's it probably Same. even below like Children of the Corn. Honestly, like it's it's, yeah. it's I just have no uh, really affection for any of these. Well, maybe a couple of them, but that's about it. You know? Yeah, I like the, the original. The original was perfect. I mean, yeah, and the remake was good, but the other ones I'm just kind of mm-hmm. like, eh, could take them or leave. Even them. the remake doesn't do much for me, but I know a lot of people like it, so I respect y'all for that. Do you have a problem it's... with sweaty people in tank tops, Kevin? <laughs> huh? Skin disease. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, oh my 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 my! And it just like heralded in all those bad movies that came after it. So it's like, ugh. like maybe if I watched it again, I would find more enjoyment in the like the original one. But like all the movies that came after it weren't very great. So in that two thousands yeah. era, which we are talking about today, kind of this is a different kind of movie, but we were still in that era anyway. Um, when did this com- come out again? Was this like two thousand four or something? Two thousand four. Yes. A, uh, okay. I, hallowed. I right. Okay. Wonderful mecca time and horror right it was just you know um what what came out this year <laughs> uh saw i guess and uh oh uh, yeah i like I, saw. I like when uh, they rip those limbs off and eat them and stick them up their ass <sighs> the original original saw wasn't like that bad but then they just got no, so it was classy like uh, it, yeah somewhat yeah it's uh it Except actually like, did follow the trajectory of all the classic horror franchises where the first one is like yeah. kind of restrained and classy, a lot of suspense and not yeah. a lot of gore. And then the sequels just get progressively more ridiculous with the gore. Ridiculous like, oh my and God. gory, goofy, but like in a, in a different way, but it's still like 
goofy and uh, yeah it's, it's kind of like a soap time. opera with a lot of yeah. limbs flying and then like they always make the mistake of like killing off too many characters but then they want to continue like some sort of trend so they have to bring back some character who barely had anything to do in the last one and make them the lead in, in the next film that's <laughs> <laughs> like remember the wife of the detective well her child has grown up and now she's taken on the case like what why i don't remember her her cut her cousin's dog walker <laughs> is out to solve the mystery <laughs> Oh god! It's and then there were like like if I remember right three and four there was a twist where like they actually took place at the same time and like oh yeah I'm, I wouldn't be surprised right. if one of them had like time travel or something and it was wasn't just, there like you know. a kid that was like locked in a safe or so, so yeah, something yes and at the I end they that. they were like the kid's been here this whole time huh now and I kind of want to the whole time the whole movies, time even though <laughs> the whole time the whole time there's a moment in this where she's like the whole time the whole time um. <laughs> Now I want, kind of want to go watch all the Saw movies, even though I know they're not good. But Don't do it. Don't want do to. it. We'll see. I did watch the newer one, and it wasn't terrible. Like, it was just kind of whatever, but it would, could have been much worse. So there's that. It felt a little bit like more of a return to the like original vibe. So that was that was something, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, we're not talking about Saw. Why are we talking about Saw? <laughs> we started talking about oh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And, uh, oh, right. Listen. Went to that. Um, the the segues are back, as you can tell. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least it was kind of topical. At least it was a horror segue. Sometimes we just segue to like whatever the fuck. But like, yeah, um, like remember on Desperate Housewives season five, episode twenty two, <laughs> when they're like, no, we don't. We have remember when Bree had a hysterectomy and uh, <laughs> Martha Huber came back in that dream and like raped the dog. Like, it's like yeah, sure, you know, <laughs> she would, she would. Well, now, wasn't what? 2004 the year that show started, too? Yes, it was. It's it all connected. I, it, ah. I believe it was 2004, so get out your red string, oh. and, uh, you know, it can everything is connected here. Remember in season five when, like, this plane <laughs> just kind of comes out of fucking, fucking nowhere and kills Susan's husband? <laughs> There's a lot of moments wish... like that in this in this, in this this movie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, there are, actually. <laughs> Um, it was sweet, know, sweet, okay? Me... They had to do something. It, uh, yeah, this is our reboot, relaunch, requel attempt here after a month of hiatus, so here we yes. go. <laughs> I don't know. Have you watched anything else recently? I mean, I watched... Uh, I don't know. I don't watch anything good, but... Well, I started the um, that Kirsten Dunst series, finally, that On Becoming a God in Central Florida. That's fine. It's pretty good. It's, you know, the writing could be stronger, but it makes up for it with a good like aesthetic and uh kirsten dunce of course so and she's like a oh, former beauty queen so like it's kind of like oh. a dropped a gorgeous sequel sort of so Ooh. that's kind of fun it, like i said the writing is decent it could be better but it makes up for with everything else so it, it, i would say it's worth worthwhile and it's got, it's got like this pyramid scheme where her, her her husband gets eaten by a fucking alligator in the first episode so that's fun <laughs> and uh <laughs> Then she has to, like, take over his business and try to make money for her and her daughter and everything. So, you know, it's got the the mom trying to make her way in the world vibe. And uh, oh, like that's that. fun. Anyway. I mean, I've been watching Somebody Somewhere on HBO Max. I watched the first episode of that. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I liked the, it the is pilot just, that I watched. It's like a, it's just a very calming show for some reason. Because it's mm-hmm. like like small town vibes. Like, yeah. just human dra- drama. 
I, I like that. I like I like the gay character who's like been obsessed with mm-hmm. this woman, this random woman since high school, and uh, <laughs> it, it's just great. Like platonically, because she's it's a good great. singer. That's why. Yeah, because she's a good singer. That's the only reason. Like, like it, was, it was. I great. get it. I always love like shows where shows or films where like the main character has to go back to you know where they grew up or wherever and like oh, yeah. you know uh, make connections you know the young adult type thing and uh, mm-hmm. uh even a little bit like back to the future like you have to go back to learn something from the past yeah. and yada 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 and that's you know that kind of vibe i love i love those kind of things um skeleton twins back is very much like that too it's you know, yeah good, yeah mm-hmm. good stuff good stuff I love that yeah. stuff um i binged yellow jackets which is great it's very good oh highly recommend i'm gonna start it one of these days like Christina Ricci, like giving probably maybe her best performance ever, which is saying something because she's had some fucking you know great performances, and it's it's oh God, like yeah. fucking amazing. And um, I don't want to say too much about her character, but it's it's great. Um, but everyone's just it's you know it's wonderful. You got like Melanie Linsky who finally gets like a part with some meat on it, and she gets something to do, so that's great. And oh, uh, she's God. not just like a nice woman like she usually is in um, movies and stuff, so that's that's mm-hmm. great. And uh, uh, Juliet Lewis, who's great as always, you know, it's. Uh, and um, Tawny Cypress, who's wonderful, and uh, it's just it's just great. And um, Jasmine Savoy Brown is like one of the flashback people because it, it does that kind of lost thing where they get stranded on an island, but then it's const- constantly going between like this time it's like the past and the present, so it's kind of always mm. jumping back and forth between that. So it's uh, um, kind of fun, and uh, and it's got some like folk horror stuff in it too. As it goes along, you start to like okay there's something maybe going on here so that's that's kind of fun but all right here we are 2004 uh you know as we've said in the past the mid-2000s were not the strongest time for american horror but um Mm -hmm. you know there was some good stuff in there in the mix and uh it was a lot of reboots and uh gory torture porn and exploitation stuff and uh some of which was entertaining some of which was not um mm. a lot of asian ghost girl stuff which this this has a little bit of that like in terms of like the woman investigating a mystery and trying to solve it and yada 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 you know it's got that kind of vibe to it i was um, surprised to see a semi library research scene oh yes there yes early in the movie yes with Doesn't a very helpful long, librarian mm-hmm mm-hmm and it's got the the what's it called the the scan thing the uh yeah the the uh, mi- microfilm or whatever microfilm microfilm yes yeah. blank yes there we go so that was that was nice yeah you know looking back that period is kind of remind me a little bit of like where we are right now in terms of like in, instead of like rebooting everything re- reboot re- can't talk rebooting everything now we're just like everything is a requel but it's still like mm-hmm. kind of similar thing where like yeah it, it, it's still like rebooting everything essentially you know it's it's yeah. uh, in a way that largely has not been amazing like, like there, there's been some decent stuff like you know scream was decent and uh um chucky's been great but it's a tv show mm-hmm. so it's hard to like you know compare it to everything else but everything else has been just kind of eh. i mean because all that was maybe somewhat in response to post 9 11 Mm-hmm. So maybe like the reason we're getting all this really depressing shit is somewhat in response to everything that's going on now. Although Halloween 2018 came out before the pandemic, so who fucking knows? Oh yeah. Um, this movie, like I was thinking about it, actually has a very like post 9/11 vibe here. With like mm-hmm. she lost her son on a on a plane, yeah. and uh, she's trying to cope with that. And I think like if you want to get into the like academic read of everything, you could probably read this as like an allegory for like the families trying to cope with you know the fact that they lost. Um, people on these flights and in the buildings and everything else 
And um, I think I read somewhere that when they aired, aired this on TV, they they had to change all the references to uh, a train, I think, a train wreck what? instead of a flight, probably because of 9-11 and everything. But yeah, it, this was like three years after, so you think they would have been able to, you know, get, a, get away oh with that God. by then. But I don't know. And it got me thinking, like, there, there were a couple other movies that kind of revolved around planes around this time, too, like Flight Plan, which came out yeah, a year later and yeah. has, like, a pretty similar setup where, like... Jodie Foster, um, who both of these actresses have played Clary Starling, so there, there's that too. <laughs> yeah. um, she gets on a plane, and then her daughter just disappears mid-flight, and then everybody starts gaslighting her, and they're like, your daughter was never on this plane. What are you talking about? Daughter? And, uh, you don't have a daughter? <laughs> I am your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 got that similar vibe of like losing someone on a train, uh, on a train plane, and uh, see now they're I, confusing I don't know. Like, you. I, I know, like I'm, my memories, I can't rely on them anymore. It's like what, what's going Get on? It. Um, so I don't know. I think maybe there was something there with this couple year period. Even Red Eye is on a plane at least, and it's that's right. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. N- l- less about like gaslighting and stuff, but like it's still I don't know. It revolves around a plane, I guess. I don't know. Um, okay, wait, I just thought, okay, okay, so they dub it to where it says he was in a train crash. Yeah, I believe. But did they reshoot all the parts where they're, like, going to the airport to find the plane that he was apparently, like... I don't know. Wh- how Maybe did they that just work? I think they just call it a terminal or something, because you never see any planes in the uh, yeah. place at the end, so maybe that's it. I don't Man. know. That's, yeah. gosh, that's like a whole, like, retooling of the movie. Wow. Yeah, yeah. All all work. mentions of plane and air, airport are dubbed to bus and terminal. There were a lot of like sci-fi thrillers around this time period too. I, as I was thinking back, thinking back to the time, it was like uh, that Frequency movie with Dennis Quaid and like the Mothman prophecies and uh, oh, yeah, the butterfly yeah. effect and signs, even to some degree. And you know, and uh, that's right. White noise. Um, yeah, it was a pretty popular time. I and Lost started this year, like we said. And um, so uh, there was something in the air you know that's gonna suck you up in the air <laughs> oh yeah that's the other reason we had we had, we had to cut co- <laughs> calm down that's why we had to cover this movie right because it's a prequel to jordan peele's nope as we saw <laughs> in the super bowl so. ad that came out <laughs> uh, it's hilarious because we were talking about this movie like a few months ago and then we saw the the pr- uh, trailer for that and it was just like oh okay like, oh, they want us to rewatch this movie. That's, it's a sign. It's a sign. So if Get Out was his Stepford Wives, and Us was his Chud, then this is his mm-hmm. Forgotten. <laughs> I think so. What, is Jordan Peele like a big super fan of the Forgotten? Is that what it is? I maybe. Well, he seemed to be a big super fan of the Skeleton Key too. So there's, uh, that's there's true. that. That's maybe. True. Yeah. Maybe he's just like real, a big fan of like. I don't know, these specific core films, and, uh, you know, Maybe. good for him, I guess. Yeah, yeah, really. I don't know. This was directed by our boy, uh, Joseph Rubin. Oh, Joe. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, we've this now covered... Third film. This is his, the third film of his we've covered. Yes. And we haven't been doing and this that long, so... <laughs> no. So, that's interesting, because we, we covered <laughs> The Stepfather and The Good Son, and you mentioned Sleeping with the Enemy as one mm-hmm. of your overlooked gems, so... Is he our I, favorite have a director on, for, on this podcast? I, I don't. <laughs> he might be. I, I mean, I mean, we did four films by Wes Craven because we did the Scream movies, but otherwise, that's I think, true. Uh, I think he might be our most covered director, which is interesting. Maybe so. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? It, it's got like 
grounded characters, which is always nice. Um, even if they make ridiculous decisions, at least they have a backstory a little bit, and you care for them yeah. a bit. So that's that's good. And uh, yeah. And you know, to be fair, we covered the good son and the stepfather in the same month, so you know it, True. there was that. True. And uh, um, but yes, and this was written by Gerald D. Pego, um, who I don't know. He, he's written like Message in a Bottle. Remember that movie from the nineties? Oh, with Kevin Costner. Yeah, aren't they like stuck on an island or something? And he finds the message. Or I don't, I don't remember. remember. All I remember was like it was. I think he died at the end or something. I don't know. Or she died. Something like that. Someone yeah. died. They always did. What was the the other one where they were stranded on an island and uh, ah man, I can't remember. I feel like Richard Gere was in it. Uh, maybe I'm just Richard making this up Gere. Now. Uh, um, it's not it, Knights it could of be a different actor, is it? No. Um. God damn. I have to look up this movie. Um. Com- and it might have not even been Richard Gere. You know how it, my uh, flipping thing. Six Days and Seven Nights. It was Harrison Ford. There we go. Oh <laughs> my, Harrison Ford. That is not the same person, Kevin. And, and fucking Hache. Oh my god. Yeah, there we go. Are I couldn't remember me? anybody was in the movie. I just remember it was about people being stuck on an island. It's <laughs> just like not even. My mind was in a completely different place. That's yeah. Now I have to get recentered. <laughs> what a time. And Final Destination came out in 2000, which is still weird to think about because the plane shit in that movie. And I don't know. Oh right, yeah. Y'all, just a, a, a lot of plane, a lot of plane trauma during this time period. You know. Well, the truth and, is, uh, planes are just frightening. They always have. They're scary. And people have a lot of yeah ingrained. Fr- yeah. You know, you go back to like the, the Twilight Zone episode, and everybody mm-hmm. is you know, and the, and then the movie, and then you know, and. Um, yeah. It's just something unnatural about being up in the air for that long. In a giant metal bird. Yeah, yeah something strange just, about that. Yeah. It's some witchcraft, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Okay, what else? What else? You know, it was edited by Richard Francis Bruce, who's done a lot of shit, like Witches of Eastwick and Dead Calm, Shawshank Redemption, uh, Seven. Damn. There you go. Some good stuff. Done a lot of shit here. Produced by Columbia Pictures and Revolution Studios. Remember when they were doing everything? Yes. Yeah. They're not a thing Talking anymore. Talking about a revolution. I don't think so. They were bought out or closed or yeah. I don't know. I have not seen that lo- logo in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I miss it. You know how you get like nostalgic for logos at the beginning of movies? Like it's. I really it's do. And I've always thought I'm like a weirdo, but... Now I've met so many others that are like, yeah, why did they replace the logo on Nightmare on Elm Street 3? It just ruins the whole movie. Yeah. I'm like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, even the new Scream, like, I realize, you know, it wasn't made by yes. Dimension Films, but I still kind of went in expecting to, like, see Dimension I Films know. at the beginning. Of the movie. Maybe I'll, maybe we can edit it and have it be in there. It's like a fan, <laughs> a fan cut. The dim, yeah, a fan Dimension cut. With... cut. Let, oh, let's make all the cha- changes that we think the, the Weinsteins would make. <laughs> would have made <laughs> the shitty Weinstein uh, cut that'd be great that'd be <laughs> all right like this whole that. character's gone we're gonna put in muse muse music from scream 3 just because it'll just be like it's totally weird <laughs> i thought you were gonna say we should put in muse watson and uh <laughs> <laughs> to confuse people i don't know like what? it's it's gonna be a crossover with the, i know what you did last summer <laughs> yeah <laughs> Or like right before the killer 
reveal just cut in. I still know what you did last summer. Yes. And be like, Benson? Yes. Benson! Benson! Like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? This is the wrong movie. What the you hell? Know, you know how they did that, like, Castle Rock series that was, like, a combination of a bunch of, like, Stephen King properties? Let's yeah. do, like, a Kevin Williamson series where it's just, like, all of his <laughs> properties combined together. That'd be great. The Williamson universe. Oh, my God. Yes. <gasps> yes. Miss Eve Tingle teaches at Woodsboro <laughs> High. <laughs> yeah. And she is the killer in the new Scream. Because she's Hello, pissed Mira, off at these kids. I think she would do it. Yeah. It's been 20 years since she was tied up for like a week. Yeah. I think she's still pissed <laughs> off and she wants her revenge. So there you go. You're welcome, there world. We and uh, let's let's get a theme park too based on all this. And it'll be great. <laughs> Williamson World. <laughs> Williamson World. <laughs> Here's your complimentary glass of Laurie Strode Chardonnay. Uh, over here we have uh, Dawson's Creek where you can ride the Dawson ferry. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be in, <laughs> over like, to the Croker <laughs> contest. It'll be in like Cape Cod, and uh, it'll be great. You'll have like creeks you can like ride down and gondolas and shit, and yeah, it'll be this random Williams guys and coming soon slickers. Be great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I can see this. And there'll be like a gay themed part of the park where you have to be gay to get into, and uh, it'll obviously, be great. it'll be great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course. I mean, who else is going to go to this park anyway? So it's the yeah, queers, I mean. basically. So. <laughs> and people uh, that the like queers of a certain them. age. And Fisher, it's I, I'm talking to like college students recently who like like horror movies and like they haven't seen Scream and I'm like, what do you watch? Like Hereditary and shit understand. and like, like do you not have I'm any kidding. fun in your life? Like, like I like Hereditary as much as the next depressed person but like yeah. <laughs> i like having a little fun too in my horror yeah i mean put a little love in your heart um all right what else this was released on september 24th 2004 a little over three years after 9 11 the film grossed 118 million which is pretty good damn actually yeah i forgot this movie made money i thought it was like a total bomb but i guess it actually made some money <laughs> clearly Shut i up, mean that's a lot Considering Scream 3 made like 160-something, and this made like 118, not that far off, so yeah. that's pretty good. Um, although, I had forgotten that Flight Plan made like 200 and some fucking million dollars, which is Oh my nuts. god. See, yeah. like, just, they need to realize we need more Jodie Foster movies. I think that's what it was, you know? Yeah. You get like, like didn't Panic the big Room names... make like a gazillion bucks, too? It did really well, too, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah. We like to see yeah, her in I charge. Think... Yes, I think so. I think it's it's a combination of having these like big names who we like with I think like you said the kind of tapping into the fear of flying and uh, uh, some grief stuff in here yada yada. It's just got a lot of you know things mixed in here with um, these type of movies that were coming out here. And uh, yeah, unless you watch it on TV because then it was a fear of bus crashes apparently, but uh, and getting sucked into the also sky. Which underst- is uh, understandable, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, it makes more sense with planes because they're getting sucked into the sky and everything, you know? It's yeah. like he was probably just, like, flying on the plane and then something just, like, grabbed him up from the plane and that was... Or just yeah. grabbed the whole plane because everybody died on the plane, so that's probably what happened and yada, yada, yada. And, who knows? Um, so mysterious. Who knows, you know? Uh, reviews, negative, not nearly the most negative of, you know, the films we've covered so far, but, like, 31%, which is probably about average for the films that we cover. <laughs> probably, uh, yeah. Um, I think I still know what you did last summer was still the lowest if I remember right. Unacceptable. I don't remember, but that one was 
wasn't that like seven percent or something? It was it was low. Like it was some bullshit low. number uh, like that. Yeah, yeah. Rude. Uh, yeah, like we said, uh, uh, Roger Ebert. Um, he gave it two out of four stars. He mainly just liked Julianne Moore, so that's not surprising. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Ebert. And uh, <laughs> the uh, Dan anson or david anson of newsweek said the real suspense is seeing just how far the script is going to go as this paranoid thriller leaps to the supernatural it's poppycock but well directed there you go poppycock delivers but two well or three. directed poppycock wow. well directed i think that's a pretty good way of describing this movie actually yeah that's a uh, great great way actually <laughs> <laughs> it's just like i think we talked about before we were recording like they just didn't know how to end it like it was like oh, where is this yeah. all going like it, it's got some decent momentum early on that kind of mm-hmm. meanders later on and just it starts getting a little like terminator with this like agent who's trying to hunt them down and he can't be killed right. and it, there's just a lot of moving parts that don't necessarily go anywhere in the end. Yeah, I'm still not really sure. Like multiple end, yeah. Because you know he gets like sucked into the sky at the end too. So I'm like, so he's not even yeah. like the final yeah. person they need no. to contact here. So no. But and it like it clears up everything, and you're not sure why. You're like, okay, well she she remembered her son's name. Cool, but why is it, like she's always known her clean. son's name? So what? Yeah, yeah. And there was an alternate ending, or at least, there might have been multiple alternate endings, and I think that one was a little bit darker, but I don't remember. I meant to go watch it before we recorded, but it wasn't great, if I'm right, so none of the endings were particularly good. So, But it does have a very Twilight Zone, X-Files vibe. Um, it's, I think it feels like a TV episode like stretched out to 90 minutes. Like There's stuff in here that's I just like, that, does this really yeah. need to be here? And it's just, it meanders a little bit much particularly in the middle when you're like are they gonna mm-hmm. fuck and then they never fuck and then eh, I, I don't know um it's not like it, it it's not a terrible movie but it's just like it doesn't really like we said go anywhere i enjoyed aspects of it watching it and just the, some of the ludicrous decisions in the script and some of the like the one-liners <laughs> that are just so like weird and yeah. silly um there, there's been episodes of tv shows that are very much like this too like there's an episode of buffy and, and i think charmed and probably twilight zone where like people wake up and people are gaslit you, you don't know if they're being gaslit or if they really are just you know crazy and uh they've yeah. lost something and their reality has been totally shaken um there's an episode of buffy where like it's late in the series where like she wakes up in a mental institution and like mm-hmm. everyone's telling her that like all the experiences that you've had so far were all a, a dream and yada 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 and then they have like all these reasoning behind like oh this happened you're remembering it this way because of this and yada 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 it's kind of like the end of um uh wizard of oz where she wakes up Mm -hmm. and she's like you were there and you were there and it's like did this actually happen or you just did you just dream it all and who knows um yeah so there's a long history of these kind of gaslit woman is she crazy is she not crazy type movies and um Mm -hmm. but this one just goes to a place that like uh you know, I will say it's something that I don't see very often. You know, it's a thing about like motherhood, and uh, they were doing some giant experience, experiment, I guess. So I guess we'll get to it when, when you do the recap, but it's mm-hmm. uh, a choice anyway, I guess. <laughs> I guess what's going on? Well, we have Telly, and she Telly. is not adjusting well to her son's plane or train or bus. Uh, <laughs> accident <laughs> automobiles really <laughs> yeah. 
where um the I, there might have been a monorail <laughs> crash i don't know um at disney world i think and uh, steve martin was like trying to help her out and uh, became this like tra- planes trains and automobiles thing where they're trying to get across <laughs> like, the country to find her son and john candy's that's there a movie and, to watch yeah. That would be good. I, I would watch it. <laughs> like, oh, you know, in the, the end of Home Alone, where like she has to get on the the polka thing, and like he's taking her across the country, and it's there we go. That would have been a good little mashup. I think um, so. But yeah, she's like trying to come to terms with the fact that her son um, is presumed dead. He's been presumed dead for what, like eleven, fourteen months, or something like that. Yes. Yeah, fourteen and, months. Um, yeah. And so, like, her relationship with her husband's kind of on the skids a bit, too. Like, they seem kind of distant. And she's starting to forget things. Like, she Mm -hmm. walks out of the house one day and goes to where she had parked her car. And this guy is parked where she thought she parked. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought I parked my car here. And he's like, actually, it's over there on the other side of the the street. And she's like, oh, right. Mm -hmm. There it is. And so you're like, mm, is she on the up and up? Like already, she's a little unreliable. Un- We're not really sure, like, if she's totally with it or not. Um, yeah. And she also and she's, got a, she's got a therapist, and she, she sees does. him and Gary Sinise. He's kind of intrusive. Yeah, Gary Sinise, and uh, he's kind of intrusive, and he's act- acting stuff, asking about like her sex life, and she's like, yeah. "How would you feel if I asked you that question?" And he's like, "Well, you know, if it was your job, then that's okay." <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it's like for a second, yeah. I I I was like, what if this turns into a remake of Dr- Dr- Dress to Kill with the with these two? Mm-hmm. And I was like, that would be delightful. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't. Sure. And um, it and so then like one day she notices that her husband has replaced a picture that used to be of the three of them, and it just has the two of them. And she's like, why would you do this? Mm-hmm. Like, like first of all, I don't know how she thinks he did this. Like, is he like a photoshop whiz i don't understand <laughs> this was 2004 like, y'all like most people yeah. were not photoshop whizzes in 2004 no she, she's like a an author or something i guess and she's writing right. children's books or something something like and that yeah she's got a title for one that's like psychotic women and the men who love them and and he's <laughs> like it's just, <laughs> just, just a joke <laughs> <laughs> just kidding <laughs> at least she has a sense of humor about being potentially insane yeah. that's always good yeah which probably means she's not <laughs> insane so ha ha yes um relatable and so she's just like why would you do this why would you change this picture and he's like what i didn't do that like that picture has always been there it's always just just been us and then Mm -hmm. she starts to go through scrapbooks that she used to have of all these pictures of her son and they're all gone she's like what the hell and she gets really depressed one night and she goes and takes a walk in new york at night because that's Mm -hmm. safe and um starts spreading the news (laughs) There's a this creeper a, on a I, swing. Like this, this is another, like, the, the fact that they said it in New York kind of gives me a little bit of a, that they're trying to go for some of that. Oh, I guess I can see too, that. But, yeah, that's but, true. But yeah, but keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then she meets this guy named Ash, um, not from the e- e- Evil Dead nope. franchise, his but name can is, you imagine? His name is Ashley. His, yes. His, his full name is Ashley, just like Ashley. So that, That's right. Yeah. And, um, and he's on a swing. He's been drinking and it's one of the dads whose kid i think her name was Lindsay, right is uh was uh taken as well something like and that yeah so they kind of uh, bond Lauren, ab- Lauren, about Lauren. that yeah 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 and he's like and, do you uh, want to come back a, to my swinging... place and and he's like no i'm good <laughs> he's a swinging dad yeah. yeah yeah he's a good old swinger 
and so I guess his marriage is kind of like falling apart too because he's started drinking mm-hmm. since the whole thing and all of that stuff. So he goes back 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 home, and so does she. And then yeah. things keep deteriorating, like things that, like she has these um these photo booth p- pictures of her and her son, and she checks yeah. them, and they're all gone, because yeah. her psychiatrist come co- comes in at the behest of her husband and is like. We don't want to have to stick you in a mental hospital, but like you, if if you just come with us, everything will will be fine. And she's trying to prove no. Like I'm telling you, like these photo booth pictures are legit. And she goes to find them, and they're gone. It's just pictures of her and her hu- husband, and all the tapes that she had, like all the home movies, are just blank. She's like, what yeah. the hell? And um. And then she just, like, goes on the run. Like, she just, like, freaks the fuck out and just, like, takes her car and just goes off and They try to convince her that... They try to convince her that she had a stillborn son and who died. And that's why she has all of this trauma about that. And she's created this false memories of all the son. And, of course, she's not buying that because she's like, this is bullshit. And uh, I know the fact that I had had a son and yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. Um, And then somehow she gets to the library at some point. And, like you said, she's going through the the film and stuff and um you get a mrs doubtfire moment where she's like i have to go i have to go we have to go <laughs> and uh yeah she just dis- oh she's got a son the, the crash I'm, never sorry, happened she's got a yes she's got a um a friend played by jessica hecht from friends yeah, from friends Susan, yeah the lesbian who doesn't really do anything in this movie but you think that maybe she's no. like in on it so there's that <laughs> Yeah, she's 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 just like, sweetie, I don't think you have a son. And she's like, yes, you babysit him. You babysit him. And she's like, no, bye. And then she's back on the run again. And so she finds Ash and and she's like, can I come up? And he's like, are you going to go away? And she's like, no. And so he's like, all right, fine. And she tries to convince him that he had a daughter. And he's like, no, I didn't. And he's just drinking his lie, lie, life away. He goes to sleep. And then she is in his office, which used to be his daughter's room because she went there once with her kid. And she sees mm-hmm. that the wallpaper is a little bit torn. So she just like starts ripping this guy's wallpaper off and discovers that the daughter's room where she drew on the walls herself is still there. And he wakes wake, wakes up the next morning and he's like, I don't believe it. Um, it's like the people that lived here before me had a kid and it, this was wallpapered over. I never had a kid. And and she's like, no, you did. Well, then the fucking feds come for her ass. Like he calls the police and yeah. for some reason the feds get her and which is weird. And so as they're taking yeah. her out, he remembers, he's like, Oh my God. Yeah. And he, and he sees all these memories of his daughter. So he rushes out, out there and like stops the car and starts to fight with these feds like beating them up and gets yeah, her out of the cop like car beat by a bat or something something also like, like who lets their crazy. kid draw who lets their kid draw on the wall anyway but I know. you know I, 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 that's that's a little weird thing to me but i mean y'all yeah, do you but that, that seems like a disaster yeah. his like reaction when he's like discovering like remembering everything too is like <gasps> it's a little <laughs> much it's a little much. I, I, a little I much. sort of ch- chuckled a bit because it's like the camera yeah. will will just like fly right into his face yeah. and, and and he'll he'll be like, it's like I had a daughter. What? It's very intense. Yeah. And um and so then like they're both on the run now, 
and, and you're like, why are the feds trying to find them? Like, well, this is weird. Yeah. Dude, they didn't and, do anything wrong, you know? No, like, they just remember their kids. Like, that's not a crime. Yeah. In New York City, that is not a crime, okay? Not a crime. And her <laughs> husband now is trying to find her. So he goes in and talks to Detective Pope, which is played by Alfred Woodard, and is like, my wife is gone. Mm-hmm. She thinks that she, ha- she had a son, but she never did. She's delusional. And, you know, she's not really buying it. She's like, this is just weird. Like, why would the feds come for, you know, someone like this? And mm-hmm. so she starts to go on the case. Pope on the case. Yeah. And um, it doesn't uh, 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 Telly. she starts seeing these weird, like, they're not crop circles, but, like, they're, like, cloud circles, you know? She looks yeah, up in the sky. Yeah, there's, like, these, these, sky. these, these, these like, weird uh, cloud buttholes that, like, yeah, come out yeah. and are like yeah. and and she's like that's weird and <laughs> that's not normal <laughs> that's that's a that's a little strange yeah. and so she's on the run in new york yeah. telly lost in new york and um <laughs> and then she finally teams up with a- ash again and they like stay in a mo yeah. a motel and there's like this weird like flirt flirtation where she's like do i take my yeah. pants off are you gonna watch me like it's just it's kind of stupid um they never actually fuck the, but it seems like they're gonna fuck no. and they, they have that weird little bit of dialogue that's like don't you watch tv and he's like i no. she's like i read and he's like you goddamn snob <laughs> it's like okay <laughs> Calm down, dude. All right, then. Yeah. And she's, like, trying to get him to kick the booze, you know, which is easier said than done. Um, and uh, and they, they and get then, hit. Like, they're in, a, they're in a car, and then they get hit by an they NSA agent. The get, they just get right out, and they're fine. Like, they just get right out of yeah. the car and run off. And... Not even a scratch. Not a scratch at all. And they're, like, running for their lives, and then mm-hmm. they end up in, 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 like, a car lot somewhere where they see this dude, and it's the same dude that she saw parked where she thought she parked that night before it's like the same yeah. guy that was in that car and she's like what the hell like that i i know i know that guy and they're trying to get out of this lot and like the feds pull in behind them so they're trapped and he's in the middle trying to block them from exiting so they just like floor it and hit him with their car <laughs> <laughs> but he's fine and, um, as we find out and uh, and he's, and he's then a fucking she, terminator here yeah she gets a call from detective pope and and immediately yep. she's just just like we didn't mean to hit hit that guy. I think he's fine. And she's like, "What? <laughs> what? Uh, I'm just trying to figure out where you she, are, Telly." She's pretty calm. Like every time they cut yeah. her on the phone, she's just like, "All right, all right. Explain to me more. Tell me more about the situation." All right. Like, all right, crazy lady. Um, she was probably there for like one day of shooting, and those, you know. I have a feeling. Yeah, it's like all the stuff at the police department, yeah. and then like her big her big scene later on. Yeah, that's her like, big. Mo- well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. um and so now she's trying to find her. <clears throat> and oh, and she has that good moment where to... she's like, Alfrey Alfrey is talking to like one of the NSA agents, I think, and she's like, uh, oh. you don't know very much, do you? National security. Yeah. Better buy better locks. <laughs> <laughs> she's fun. She's so sassy. And uh oh, does it happen? I, 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 I have, have this written motel. down somewhere, but yeah, this is where it gets all like all over the place and they go to another motel and then they're like watched outside by some agent right yeah and at some point telly has the line from 
Scream 4 where she's like, what makes you so fucking special? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't remember when she says this, but she says oh, it at some point. shit. Well, first she has to go back and find her husband. And now we discover her husband do- doesn't even know who she is now. So yeah, he's yeah. forgotten like everything. He's like, I'm not married. I don't have a kid. What the hell? And she's like, oh, no. Either he's... Fr- Either he's forgotten it or he's in on this big conspiracy. You never know, like, who's, yeah. like, um, who knows what in this movie. Um, yeah. But, uh, what was I going to say? Um, the Ash guy, he's all depressed because, you know, he forgot his daughter. And, like, why did he forget his daughter? And yada, yada, yada. And there's yeah. uh, there's all these, this stuff about, like, how mothers are more connected to their child because, you know, they were in the, the womb and stuff. And that, that comes up later. Um which I don't know if that's totally fair. I mean, I get where they're coming from, but, you know, there's yeah. some dads who love their kids more than their moms do. Like, let's be real. Like, yeah, I mean, um, but anyway, who knows? I mean, but um, who knows? But yeah, they end up in like this weird motel, like out in the mi- middle of nowhere. And this agent is like stalking them. So they kidnap him and bring him in there and like tie him to a chair. And yeah, I don't know where they are. It's like a cabin like, somewhere in the yeah, middle of the woods. Yeah, it's like a cabin in the mi- middle of nowhere. And she's all like, do you have kids? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, tell me where my children are. And he's like, I can't tell you. And he's just not really giving them anything. And then all of a sudden he's just like, they're listening. And then he gets sucked out of his chair through the roof (laughs) and into the night sky. And you're like, what the fuck? This movie just took a turn. It just comes out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. It is so weird. It's a pretty little jump jump scare because it just comes out of fucking nowhere. But yeah. And then they do it like five more more times in the movie but like it's just (laughs) yeah it's really out of left field you're like okay so i guess this is not in anybody's mind this is definitely a real problem now okay and they find out there's this like airline mysterious airline much like lost and uh yeah they leave the cat cat cabin and leave a note for detective pope um and yeah, they find this airline where um, apparently Anne Dowd plays the receptionist. <laughs> I was like, has For she like been two seconds, in our in lives this, this long, hiding in plain sight? <laughs> she does like nothing, but she's great. Yeah. It's great. It's ridiculous. So they find this house that I guess is attached to the uh, someone who worked there. And so they go there. I and, can't like, remember why they're, the why they're at this house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's and Alfred Woodard shows weird. up, and the, the Terminator guy shows up, and she shoots him, yeah. but he's fine. She shoots him a he, lot. He like heals yeah. fast, and yeah, yeah. And then she and then you, goes and she finds the, the scene, Kelly, the scene, because mm-hmm. Ash has left with the psych psychiatrist to go back into the city, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And, something. Uh, yeah. Or has Ash? Been, he left with the because he gets right? sucked up eventually. Eventually, yeah, so, no, but he, eventually he gets he's like okay, we're gonna yeah. meet at my place in the city and she's like okay cool okay yes 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 yes. and then she starts to talk to detective pope and detective pope is like i'm on your side i've seen it mm-hmm. we will find your son and she gets like <laughs> scooped up into the sky and you're like oh no it's not like again i like how we <laughs> covered this movie for that one moment <laughs> it's, i think so because it's one of the greatest moments in cinema history because it's ridiculous well, they set her up to be this like kind of savior type character and then just like toss her out <laughs> into the sky. The sky. <laughs> it's, so it's, it's, it's kind of rude. Yeah. It's, it's you know, but uh. then she gets back to New York into the city and goes to his apartment, Ash's apartment. 
and that's where they are attacked by creepy dude again and he gets pushed mm-hmm. out of a window so they both they both fall he and ash yeah. and when yeah. she looks out the window creepy dude like gets sucked up into the sky again but ash i guess hits the the um the ground below but when she goes back out it's outside he's gone yeah, yeah. so you're like what did he he's get gone. sucked it's up har- to i don't know it's hard to tell like who gets sucked up because it's like yeah. all cgi and it's really fast and yeah. it's, it's like it's did weird. he ever but, yeah, they're, they're both gone by the time yeah they, but yeah who knows and then like her psychiatrist finds her again and is like i'll give mm-hmm. you a ride to the airport to fix this and then they get there and he's all like yeah i was kind of in on this the whole time like i knew yeah yeah. Like, I'm one of the few that's allowed to know about this alien conspiracy. I don't know. Don't ask me questions. There's I'm this <laughs> giant, it's a giant experiment, and some of the humans have to play along or else they're going to get blackmailed and the bad things happening to them or all of humanity yeah, is going to be destroyed or something. They, they have no real choice in the matter, so they have to do this. And we don't yeah. know if they're aliens or just, like, these extra or, like, interdimensional bodies or like gods or something we don't know but like they're having this giant experiment and the whole thing is like we're gonna see how strong the bond between a mother and a son is so she gets to the terminal and he's kind of yeah explaining all that the agent comes out and he's like so i'm gonna need you to forget this memory so he pulls out the memory of when the kid was born Mm -hmm. and uh thinking that that's gonna you know, make her forget the kid because the, the whole thing is like, can I get this one one woman to forget her child? Because I guess all the other parents forgot their kids, but this one woman for some reason is being stubborn and will not forget her kids. So she he pulls out the memory, but then she still remembers the kid um, hmm. because the kid was in her womb and she carried the child for you know nine months. But to me, it's like, why wouldn't you just remove that memory? <laughs> too yeah it doesn't really make a lot of sense it doesn't make any sense make any sense and there's Um, and there's like a weird scene right before that where like her kid appears and she chases at after him and they end up in like a laser tag maze where like he keeps like popping out (laughs) and he's like surprise gotcha nope gotcha now like it's so weird and then at the end like she's like i remember my child his name is sam Mm -hmm. and then the Mm -hmm. agent guys just just like I need more time. Sucked and then up. he gets sucked up in the sky too. What? Who is, <laughs> who is sucking him? I, I, I have got questions. Yeah. <laughs> I need to know like who is in charge of this, of this dude too. These aliens entities have like no patience or chill. They're just like, well, that didn't no. work. You're done. This experiment is over. And, and then everything goes back to normal. You know, yeah, everything she goes is fine. To the plague, the playground. She finds her kid. He's like, I thought we had more, more, more time to play. And she sees the, yeah. the the kid of Ash too, and she sees Ash, and 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 then they have like a little moment where, where um she she's like, "Hi, I'm Sam's mom," and he's like, "I think we've met before," and you're like, ha, 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 "If only they knew." <laughs> Fade to black. You're like, "Okay." These two kids are gonna end up together, and uh, like that. I don't know. Told me nothing. Nothing. Yeah. You give me no answers. Forgotten. Um, she did lose like a year of her life, much like us. So that's relatable. And so uh, it's a pandemic film too. It's a pandemic movie too. I think you know. Okay. It's, uh, it's everything. Look, I get it's what canon. they're going for with trying to make it. It's it's. I think so. It's canon. They're, they're, you know, trying to make it more of a personal thing about like the, a mother and her son and yada yada yada. But it's just like by the end of it, you're just kind of like this doesn't really 
make any sense <laughs> uh yeah. there's just too many little plot holes here where like you know if he's trying to make her forget that she had her son had a son why not just erase the fact that she was even pregnant in the first place and like why yeah. make her go through this whole movie when they could have just taken the memories to begin with and i'm uh, not sure the motivations like if they explain the yeah. motivations of these alien folks like i'd be like okay cool well awesome but they don't so you're like well, well they try to play it in the really kind of they, they play it in kind of the pretentious way of like well maybe our brains are just too small we're never going to understand these aliens because they're just like larger than life creatures and yada 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 and it's like all right that's that's great and all but like it's a movie so <laughs> that's like being like i'm gonna need to know you're never gonna understand my character i'm not gonna develop her at all i'm gonna make you do the work Yeah, exactly like okay exactly it's it's basically gaslighting us and being like yeah. you know we're not smart enough to figure this out <laughs> and uh yeah, so that's anyway, the forgotten. Um, that's the forgotten, you know? I, I think some people have probably forgotten about it, but it's yeah. a movie that still exists. It's out there. and uh, It does. You know, it's on the HBO it's, Max. It's got, it's, it, it is on the HBO Max. It, uh, it takes some swings. A lot of them do not work, but, uh, you know, I like, um, I like her, and I like the kind of gaslit... I'm always here for a gaslit woman, because they're yeah. usually right, and uh, that's a good much like in a, Rosemary's Baby. Like a bar the gaslit woman yeah the gaslit woman yeah yeah it's like you know pub. it goes back to like rosemary's baby and stuff you know where everybody tells her that she's crazy but it turns out she's not fucking crazy and they're just yeah. fucking mean or they don't know what they're talking about and um i don't know i just like that and then some people would say oh you know that's that's problematic because you know the the, the woman is being gaslit and i'm like but like women are gaslit in real life all the time y'all yeah. <laughs> like that's we kind of the, the thing it's a statement well, yeah we call that like uh, an holding a magnifying glass to what actually happens in real life you know yeah um exactly it's not like we're encouraging people to go gaslight gaslight women you know gaslight women (laughs) god no gosh we'll see how the next couple weeks are y'all my life is all over the place we're gonna try to you know keep recording so we don't have a theme this month so there's that no it's Uh, kind of a mystery month it's like a mixed bag you never know what you're gonna get yes and uh i think that's kind of exciting it's some films that maybe don't fit super well into some other themes. Um, some of them we talked about doing for a different theme, but that's okay. We just decided to make it a grab bag type month and do whatever we feel like. Yeah. And um, maybe we'll just do that until we get to like 100 episodes and then we'll see if we want to go back to the theme. Because we're, we're getting pretty close. I think we're at like 86 or 87 at this point. So. Good Lord. And that's not even including our like Patreon episodes. So That's right. There we go. That's insanity. Which we are still on Patreon, by the way. If y'all mm-hmm. would like to join us on there, um, patreon.com slash homos and haunted hell. Um, but uh, do we have some overlooked gems? Um, Yeah. Um, I would like to talk about Madeline Ash. No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> I, knew, I, would... <laughs> I knew that's where I was going. <laughs> um, I would like to talk about um, Don't Go in the House. I don't think I've talked about it. I love a don't. A lot of don'ts, a, a lot of don'ts back in the day, and uh, and this mm-hmm. is definitely a mm-hmm. house you don't want to go in because it's this mm-hmm. house where this creepy dude who's like obsessed with his dead mom um, brings girls and sticks them in this room where he like torches them with like a flamethrower. It's really weird, um, mm-hmm. and then he like mm-hmm. keeps their corpses and just like has like tea parties and stuff. It's very creepy, mm-hmm. but it's I, it's I, actually I do appreciate a, a good corpse party. Yeah. Well, listen, they're very underappreciated. And 
Happy Especially death day. in these pandemic yeah, times, you have happy to socialize how you yeah. can. You know, I mean. Yeah, I think so. And uh, yeah, so it's it's it it sounds like it's a much gorier movie than it is. It's actually pretty sedate for the most part, but um, it's got some. It's got a good like main per- performance and some good mood, and it just came out on blue Blu-ray. So give it a shot. Seventies, eighties. I can't remember. Uh, I think it might have been like late seventies, early eighties, maybe like eighty. That's what I was maybe thinking. Like, yeah, yeah. Like the best time in horror, you know that that great yeah. early eighties vibe. So cool. It's got lots of grit. Um. It's got lots of grips. Um, we've talked about this one in passing before, but you know, the, the Sentinel, great movie. You know, mm. yes. You know, it's uh, it's also got a gaslit woman in it. Kind of made me think about that, and uh, mm-hmm. very Rosemary's Baby kind of vibe, where she's in this haunted brownstone apartment, and uh, it might be a gate to hell. And uh, but of course, the best scene is where Beverly D'Angelo fingers herself on a couch. Like that's yeah, why you watch this movie. Finger blasts like, herself but... <laughs> into the next ob- oblivion. Oh my god! <laughs> it is the most enthusiastic commits, you know? fingering I've ever seen in my life. It's so good. Like that scene Hashtag and the goals. scene of her in Vegas, vac- Vegas vacation, where she's singing with Wayne, Wayne Newton. Like <laughs> top <laughs> moments for Beverly D'Angelo. <laughs> I love her. La 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 la. It's great. Christopher Sarandon also so yes. hot in this movie. So hot. Yeah, he's got like the weird like porn stash. I'm like, how is this actually more yeah. attractive? I don't, I don't get it. I've got I feelings know. about it. Pre, pre Fright Night. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. uh, it's it's got this insane fucking ending that everybody talks about because oh it's kind of problematic now. But you know, it's yeah. fucking nuts. It's you know, the it's uh, um, it's just a nuts nutty movie you know i don't yeah. even know what to say about it it's it's uh, pretty scary it, it, too it, like there the, the, there's some parts that are got some freaky. tension suspense it's got suspense it's got tension it's got yeah weird grimy grungy things that you're like oh okay i didn't expect that it has and, ava uh, gardner it came in the wake of all those exorcist ripoffs you know mm-hmm. rosemary's baby type things and um but it's it's unique and it stands out from the pack and uh and uh good stuff so go check it out. And uh, yeah, I guess that uh, wraps up this week. Mm-hmm. We're getting our, uh, what do they call it? Swim legs back? I don't know. Yeah. We're, we're figuring out how to do this again, you know. We'll hopefully be back next week again with uh, <laughs> something very special as well. And yeah. uh, um, you can follow us on Facebook at HOHH Podcast. We are also on Twitter at that same moniker. You can find us on Instagram at Homos and Haunted Hill. Um, we are on Letterboxd, Letterboxd, and uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Thank you to those who have. And uh, yeah, like I said, thanks to everybody who reached out to me over the past couple weeks. It's been a hectic time, but I am uh, getting by, and uh, you know, things will get better. Um, you can't really control when the bad things happen. You can only really respond in you know mm-hmm. a way that makes sense hopefully and uh try to live with that and uh that's just life you know it's surprising um life is a series of moments as stephen sondheim would say um, even now and then a bad one yeah. but if life were only moments then you never know you had one uh, and you're yeah. still here and but i'm here <laughs> yeah 
Anything else for the good of the group here? I don't know. Oh, Just... well, not for the good of the group. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Something for the bad of the group, maybe. The bad of the group. Yeah, I don't know. So uh, we'll talk at you next week, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, y'all, Alrighty. for listening. Well, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye, y'all.